Like, let's keep going over here. So today's daf is daf Tesamad Aleph. Even though today's daf is Ches, we got a blot ahead because we, we were concerned about Tishabah. So daf Tes, we're up to the Mishnah. On the very top of the page, we got two beautiful Amudim ahead of us. Tesamad uh, Aleph is one Mishnah in Gemara. And then when we get to Tesamad Bays, we have a brand new Mishnah. All right. So this Amad Aleph is going to focus on mitzvahs, particular, we're starting out to talk about sukkah, and then we're going to lead on to the mitzvah of tzitzis, amongst other mitzvahs. But the focus is going to be about when you build a sukkah, do you need to have intention that it's put up? L'shem sukkah. L'shem tzel, shade, l'shem, uh, you know, which also means for the sake of sukkah of this year. All right? So, for example, let's say I happened to build a hut, Hanukkah time, and I did not intend for that hut to ultimately be my sukkah, but, you know, it hung around. I was too lazy to ever take it down, and it hung around. Now it's sukkah's time. I'm like, hey, you know what? That's a kosher sukkah. I might as well leave it up. So when you put it up, your intent was not for sukkah, but if you look at the structure of it, it, you know, everything, everything uh, checks off. So is that a kosher sukkah or not? Okay, so let's get into it. That's the mission over here. Zok the mission, top of Tessamad Aleph. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it depends. So, so here we go. Sukkah Yeshona. When you have an older sukkah. All right. Now, sometimes Rashi says, The Gemara will explain what an old sukkah is. But he, interestingly, over here, Rashi tells us what the Gemara is going to explain. And an old sukkah, says Rashi, is a sukkah that was made more than 30 days before sukkahs, and your intent was not l'shem sukkah. So interestingly, according to this Rashi, if, and the way Rashi is explaining the outcome of the Gemara, if a person builds a sukkah five months before sukkahs, but it's done for the mitzvah of sukkahs this year, that would be valid. As long as at the time that you put it up, it's okay. Like right now, you could build your sukkah if your intent is the shame sukkahs. Now you'll you might get a, a notice from the uh, from University City, you know, letting you know it's got to come down. If you do it the shame sukkah, it'll be uh, it'll be kosher. All right. <laughs> otherwise, uh, otherwise, Rabbi, I got an idea for your fence. <laughs> Here we go. Sukkah Yishana. Beishamrei Paisim Beisol Machshirim Beishamrei says an older sukkah is still okay. It's Beseder. Beisol Machshirim Beisol says, I'm sorry, just the opposite. Beishamrei says it's possible. It's not okay. Beisol Machshirim Beisol says it is kosher. Now, according to the way we're understanding, Beishamrei holds that your schach needs to be put out the shame sale. And Beisol must hold that, no, it's okay. As long as you have kosher schach out there, you're going to be okay. What's considered an older sukkah? Anything that's built more than a month, 30 days before sukkah. Anytime you build the sukkah for the sake of the mitzvah, even if it's on the beginning of the year, it is kosher. Okay? It's going to be okay as long as you did it, which is interesting because there are some mitzvahs that are time-bound, and you're limited to how far you can extend it. Right? You're very limited. Um, you, you, you can't be macabre. Right now it's Thursday evening. 
You can't be Mekabal Shabbos right now and say, oh, for me it's Shabbos. If, if, if somebody lights candles tonight and it's Mekabal Shabbos, it ain't Shabbos. Right? You can't be Mekabal Shabbos earlier than Plaga Mincha. There are some times where you have a mitzvah, you're limited to Uzman. So it's interesting that by Sukkot, the creation of the Sukkah is kind of, it's a mitzvah to build the Sukkah, but it's not the completion of the mitzvah. And therefore, you can really start it anytime you want, as long as it is L'Shem Chag. Okay, that is, that, that's, the, that's the mitzvah, that is the Mishnah. We'll see, we're going to see in Merit Hashem whether building a Sukkah is a Heksher Mitzvah, or whether it's part of the actual mitzvah, but you just can't make a bracha because you haven't completed it till you actually use it for eating and sleeping. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's going to be a topic of discussion. But for our Mishnah, again, let's focus on this. A sukkah yeshana, a sukkah that's built more than 30 days before sukkahs without intent for the yomtiv. Beishamai says no good. Beisilol says it's fine. Here we go. Says the my time at the Beishamai. What's the reason for Beishamai that an old sukkah is not valid? Amar kro chag sukkah shivas yomim lashem. Which means sukkah must be done for the purpose of yamtiv. Ubeisilo and beisilo, they say no, it's not true. Haumi they use that pasuk to teach me. quotes Rabbi Akiva to say, How do you know that the the any wood that's used for the purpose of the mitzvah, of, of sukkah, is kind of like uh, mukta, as far as using it for your personal benefit. You're not allowed to gain personal benefit for all seven days. It's not for you to use. It's for the rabbi And therefore, for seven days, no one's allowed to use something that's needed for the mitzvah of sukkah, the wall or the schacht. V'tanya, we learned in the Bryce, Rebidu ben Meseir, Oimer, Rebidu ben Meseir says, Keshem shechal shem shemayim ala chagiga, the same way there is kedusha on the carbon chagiga, kachal shem shemayim ala sukkah, so too there is kedusha on the sukkah itself. Now, why do we see to compare a carbon chagiga belongs to the Beis HaMikdash? What's the shaykhs to a sukkah which doesn't belong to any particular entity? It's, it's in my backyard. What does that mean? It belongs to Again, this expression of hektish, just like the chag slash chagiga belongs, is hektish, is for the Lashem. So to the sukkah as well, is once you made it and you designated it and it's necessary for the sukkah to be up, then you're not allowed to use it for your personal benefit and it must be left in. Okay, now, Let's pause for a moment and get our a grip on what we just said. In the Mishnah, Beishamai says an old sukkah is no good. Beisilol says, yeah, good. We said, what's the source for Beishamai? Answers the Gemara, Chagasukah Shivas Yamim Lashem. Okay? That the sukkah is, it must be made Lashem Sukkis. Beisilol says, no. It's not teaching me an easy made l'shem sukkahs. It's letting me know that anything that is made l'shem sukkahs is like hektish. You're not allowed to use it for your personal, uh, for your personal benefit. Okay. Now says the Gemara. One second. Ubeishamai nami mi boi who says chaga sukkah is shivas yamim is teaching me 
that you cannot have an old sukkah. He, Lachora, also agrees with the halacha that um, you're not allowed to personally benefit from the sukkah. So where is he going to learn out that halacha from? Because he used the puzzle for something else. Tomorrow says, Enochanami. No, Enochanami, you're right. You, you know, you're right. We're going to have to clarify Beishamai's opinion. Alamai tamayu de Beishamai. So how do we, you know, uh, clarify what's going on in the opinion of Beishamai? This is going to be a very, very important pasuk right here. Not only for our daf, but for future dafin. Let's, let's re- remember this pasuk. Every pasuk, but this one for the halachas. Chag hasukais tasa lecha shivas yamim. She made for you for seven days. What does that mean? Sukkah asuya l'shem chag be'inam. It's got to be l'shem chag. So Basil says you need. It's got to be done. Um, it's got to be done for the the the, the pasuks tell it that you're allowed to have an old sukkah, and the pasuks only telling me you can't personally benefit. We said, oh, Beishamai also needs the Pasuk to teach me I can't personally benefit. So now he needs a Pasuk again to teach me how do I know you can't have an old sukkah. We're saying, which teaches me that the sukkah needs to be made for the purpose of the Yom Tov. And what's Beishamai now going to do with the Pasuk of It's a very interesting halacha. Look at these words. A sukkah must be made for you for seven days. Says Beishamai. This pasuk is letting me know that you're allowed to build a sukkah on Cholamay. Okay, now, if you look at the words of the pasuk, how many days does the sukkah need to be made for? If I build my sukkah on Cholamay, last day of Cholamay, and I'm an Israeli. Yeah? One day, two days. It's not seven days. Seder? So Basil says, listen. You know, I would have thought otherwise that you'd mamish need a complete seven days. And if somebody builds it on Cholamayid, it would not be valid. Therefore, it says the word Tase. All you got to do is make it. Okay. Okay. Bishamai holds a Gravelazer and says, no, nothing doing. You know something? You cannot build a sukkah on Cholamayid. Once sukkah starts, you cannot put up a pop-up sukkah. The sukkah must be there for all seven days. Okay. Period. Now, let's pause for a moment and transition the conversation. Until now, We've explained what's the halach of an old sukkah. Says Beis Hillel, no problemo. A sukkah that's not made, l'shem sukkah, is still okay. As long as practically you got a sukkah in front of you, zot Beis Hillel, Everything's fine. You don't need intent. Beishamai says it's not besed. So, what we're going to transition into is, it seems from this Mishnah that we learned on the top of the Yomud, according to Beishamai, a sukkah, uh, any mitzvah needs letzayrich ha-mitzvah. That mitzvah needs to be made letzayrich ha-mitzvah. And if you don't, not valid. An old sukkah is not valid. 
Beis Hillel says an old sukkah is valid. Ah, it wasn't made for the sake of the mitzvah. doesn't matter. It seems according to Beis Hillel, it doesn't matter whether or not you make something l'shem mitzvah or not. Because even an old sukkah is going to be valid. Now we're going to challenge this. Here we go. Says the Gemara. Here's what happens. A person is making a beged. At the end of the beged, you need to have tzitzis. Very often, not nowadays, but very often when they would weave garments, as they got to the corner, they had extra thread. They had extra string. Okay? So, sometimes as well, when they would run out of string, sometimes they had extra string, okay, so that would hang down, and sometimes they would run out of string and they would need to restart. How would they attach an additional string to keep going with the beged? They would make a knot. They would knot the end of the first thread into the second thread, and it would, that, that knot, that, the area where it was knotted together kind of hung down off the beged. Says Rebutah Marav, even, you know, when that thread is only there for to, to not two threads to keep going with the beged, even if it's hanging off the garment, that doesn't count as a tzitzah string. But if it's made from sisin, that is kosher. Okay? Now, what's sisin? Stam, when I have extra woolen thread that's spun and added onto the beged, it's going to be okay. Now, it seems there's no mention of whether I did this shame tzitzah or not. All it says is if it was knotted on, and blah, 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 no good. But if it's there, extra wool, hanging down, no, it's besed. Now, when he said this in front of Shmuel, he says to me, no, these extra threads of wool are also going to be a problem because the, the weaving of the tzitzis needs to be done lishma. Now, if the halacha is that if you want to use something for a mitzvah, it's got to be made l'shem mitzvah. What is this whole concept of, of Beis Hillel who says that you could use an old sukkah? I put it up because I was making a, a Cholomite Pesach carnival. So I built an extra hut to, to put my games in. Now it's sukkah. I was too lazy to take it down. I'm like, hey, cool. I got a kosher sukkah. Says Beis Hillel, yeah, totally fine. Ask the Gemara why. You see over here that you need lishma. You see from tzitzis, the halacha of lishma. It says, no. Tzitzis and sukkah can have different halachas. Shiny hasam, tzitzis, where you need lishma. It's different. Yeah, you got to make for yourself tzitzis. What does lacha mean? For you, with the intent that you're going to fulfill your mitzvah. Sukkah, you don't have the word lacha. Says the Gemara, yes, you do. Yeah, the yantif of sukkahs you make for you. See, you see, a sukkah also needs to be for you. You also need lishma. Gemara says, now, yours doesn't mean it's got to be lishma. Yours means it can't be stolen. If you walk into somebody else's sukkah, somebody without permission, somebody takes your sukkah, without, uh, somebody comes and takes, and takes uh, my sukkah and walks off with it and they sit in it like they're a big tzaddik. They don't get their mitzvah. How do you learn that out? Because it says, Chag HaZukah is Tasa Lecha. Okay. So when it says, Hasam Ksivkra Achrina, by Tzitzis is an additional Pasuk, besides for Gedilam Tasa Lecha, it says, Va'asu Lahem, Asu Lahem, Tzitzis, Shemek for them Tzitzis, Misha Lahem, 
it's got to be for them. So by tzitzis, it already says va'asu lehem, where I know you don't you don't get a mitzvah when you steal it. So when it says gedilim what's that coming to include? It must be coming to include l'shem mitzvah, as opposed to the sukkah, where um, you don't have the pasuk of va'asu lehem. So now the the when it says lecha taka, what it means is it's got to be yours and not stolen. I what about lishma? You have no source, says Beis Hillel, and therefore it's going to be kosher. Period. End of that Gemara and end of that clear cut conversation. So pretty straightforward, um, okay? Really not that complicated, straightforward. To just focus on the main halachas. You know, we said in the Mishnah, what's Allah of an old sukkah? An old sukkah, again, is a sukkah that's made 30 days prior. It's not lishma. What's the halacha? Beishamai says no good. Beishel says it is good. We went through the reasons why Beishamai says it's not good. And um, we went through the reasons why Beishel has no problem with it. Beishel says absolutely no. You have no source that has got to be done lishma. We don't like that. Even Beishamai's pasuk, we darshan for something else. And even, the, even if you want to connect it to tzitzis, tzitzis has its own psukim of why it needs to be lishma. Bottom line, says Basilo, I'm not agreeing with any source of lishma, and therefore we're sticking to our guns. Sukkah, yeshena, an, el, uh, uh, an old sukkah that's not made, made lishma is kasher. Go show me a source otherwise. That's the halacha of Basilo. Period. End of that gemar. Okay. Gvaldik. We now turn to Amud Beis. Tess Omud Beis. And we have another mission. All right. Quick introduction. This is a fascinating engineering Omud. What is a sukkah? Two walls plus a tefach and schach. What is considered schach? What's schach? A schach is a covering. Let's talk for a minute. What happens if I build a double-decker sukkah? Walls, schach, walls, schach. Let me ask you a question. And I'm not going to give you the answer because we're going to read this inside the Gemara. The schach of the bottom room. Is that schach? Or is that a floor for the upper sukkah? How do you view it? Seder? What's the status of the schach above the lower room? Is that schach? Or do we say it's not schach? Now it's a floor of the sukkah above it. Okay? So we're going to see, it all depends. It all depends on how big the second, how high the second sukkah is above the bottom sukkah, um, how strong it is, how strong the, the schach is, okay? So we're gonna, this is really a fascinating engineering um, gemara. Here we go. Says the Mishnah. says even a person who builds a sukkah underneath a tree. You know what? It's the same thing as if you just stayed in your house. Because either way, you have posel schach. All right. Gemara is going to explain why a sukkah tachas a sukkah under a tree is the same as a sukkah under a roof. 
That's halacha number one. That is the ratio of the Mishnah. Second halacha, sukkah al gabe sukkah. When you have one sukkah on top of another sukkah. El the upper sukkah is cool, totally fine. And the bottom one is not fine. Okay? Why? Start thinking. Oh, but the Maisa, we don't know. Until the Gemara tells us, why not? What could you imagine the problem is? Huh? There's what? So what? Let the second schach be considered additional schach of the bottom. What's the schach? Let the schach of the upper sukkah be the schach for the lower sukkah too. What's the problem? You mean there's one schach in between for the first, for the first Yeah, I, I build a sukkah and then I build a, a second layer, a second sukkah on top. Let me sit in my bottom sukkah, big deal. Now I have two layers of schach on top of me. You ever had a problem with two layers of schach? Is the second layer. All right, now yeah, okay, good. What's the difference, Rav Byron? What's the difference? Oh, uh, good. So Rav saying, what if the second one is had in twenty twelve amos? Good. Well, let's say it's within twenty amos. It's within twenty amos. You don't have that problem. Should why can't why can't we consider these two layers as chach, one thick layer? But you have people in the middle. You have tables and chairs in the middle. Uh, okay, but you're making that up. The Mishnah didn't say that. We're going to touch on what you're saying. Right? But according to what you're saying, Rebbe, you're saying that the only reason why Sukkah Gabi Sukkah is a problem is because you're going to have puzzle schach in between. You have people up there with tables and chairs and, and they blive like now the guy on bottom. But according to you, you're not really puzzling up the Sukkah. You have an outside issue of additional things there. So the Gemara is going to have to get into this. It's fascinating. It's beautiful. Mama's beautiful stuff. All right, and it's Kedai to talk about now because it'll, you know, the Gemara is going to going to touch on everything that we're saying, and and, and hit it from all angles. Again, so you have one sukkah on top of another sukkah. Says the Tanakama, the upper one is fine, the bottom one's not fine. We don't know yet why the bottom one's not fine. Rabbi says, Ein if nobody can live dwell in the upper sukkah, then it's not even called an additional sukkah, and hatachtoinokshera, the bottom sukkah, is going to be kosher. Alright? Very vague. It's a shtickle vague. I, first I said very vague, then I said a shtickle vague. I think it's very vague. Alright? But let's review the Mishnah, and we're going to really need the Gemara to tackle this whole thing. Let's review the Mishnah. Halachana warned of the Mishnah. Sukkah, tacha se'ilan, a sukkah underneath a tree, no go. Second halakha of the Mishnah, sukkah underneath a sukkah. Tanakama says, never good. Rabbi Yudha says, it depends. If people live in the upper sukkah, then the bottom sukkah is no good. I agree with Tanakama. If nobody lives in the upper sukkah, it doesn't mean nobody lives there. It doesn't mean nobody's capable of living there. The Gemara is going to have to explain. But nobody's there. Then, he says, the bottom on taka will be okay. All right. Here we go. Let's get into the Gemara. Zok to Gemara, let's first focus on the ratio. Let's focus on the first halacha, that ha'aisa when you make a sukkah underneath a tree, it's not good. Why not? How can I make a sukkah under a tree? What's the problem? Says the Gemara, Amar Rav, Rav says, 
the only time a sukkah underneath the tree is going to be puzzled, that's when the tree itself gives you a sufficient amount of shade for a sukkah. If the tree itself is giving more shade than sun, then it's a puzzle sukkah. But let's say the tree that's hanging over your kosher sukkah allows more sun to get through than shade. Still okay. Memai, how do you know this? Midiktani, this that we said in the Mishnah, ki ilu is when you make a sukkah underneath a tree. It's the same as if you built it inside a house. Why'd you gotta say that? Just say puzzle. Lamali the misni ki ilu asabu Why do you gotta say it? it's like the same as the house? Listen to If you make a sukkah under a tree, puzzle. Why do you gotta say it? Just if you made a house. What do you gotta, what do you gotta present it that way? Allah hakamash rather the chiddush is, says Rava. It's letting us know that a tree attached to the ground is the same issue as a roof of one's home. Just like in a home, a roof is only a roof when you have more shade than sun. So too, a tree is only going to be a problem if it has more shade than sun. Says the Gemara, not true. If there's more sun than shade. Why is that okay? You still have whatever the, the tree is still considered puzzle schach. Okay? Puzzle schach. And Rashi explains the Gemara's question the following where the sukkah itself is dependent on being kosher by using the additional shade of the tree. Okay, and that's why it's that's why um, we were bothered. Why would it be kosher? Says the Gemara, Amar I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what happened. What happened is is that the schach and the branches of the tree are all mixed sezamin, are all together, and therefore, therefore, the reason why if it's more sun than shade, it would be valid, is because. We'll just look at the the tree branches as if they're bottle. Because when it's all mixed together and you can't notice any difference, so now it's bottle and you follow you follow the rive. And the mice I have I have rive kosher schach. And ultimately I have more shade than sun. So that's why it's kosher. Says Gamara, one second. If it's mixed together with the kosher schach. Yeah, so then what's the big idea? What's the big chiddush? So Mara says, no, it's still a chiddush. I would have thought to say, I would say, listen, you can't allow tree branches mixed with your regular kosher schach because if we allow that, then even when the tree branches are separated from your other schach, people will think it's kosher. Therefore, the chiddush the mission is, we don't, we're not concerned about that zero, we don't make that decree, and takad alacha would be at this stage, okay? That if you have tree branches high above your kosher schach, not valid, if that's what's allowing you to have more shade than sun, and if it's mixed together, it would be valid. And honami tanina, and we learned like this similar in a mishnah. What does it say in the mishnah? If a person wants to put schach on top of a sukkah, see he takes attached grapevines. 
and he lays it across his sukkah. The Esad Delas Vesa Kisos, or Delas Melons, or Kisos. Kisos is some sort of uh, some sort of growth uh, that you know grows along fences. This moss, maybe I don't know what it's called. V'sichich al daban, and what you did was you you put these puzzle things on top of your sukkah, and then v'sichich al daban, and then on top of the puzzle you put the kasher. The halacha is psula. It's still going to be puzzle. It's not a kasher sukkah. It didn't help anything. Okay, why? Because you have puzzle schach mixed together underneath the kasher schach. But let's say you have a tremendous more amount. Yeah, a tremendous more amount. Not said so appropriately. You've got a lot more kashas chach. Then you have with the attached vines, or you detach, you cut the vines, and now that itself becomes kashas chach. It's kasher. Says Gemara, I'm a little confused. What's the case? I don't understand what you're talking about. You laid out vines, you put out schach, you cut the vines. Says Gemara, one second. Uh, this case is getting a little too complicated for me. Hechi dami. What's the case? What are you talking about? If the attached vines or branches are not together with the kosher schach on one layer, okay? So then you're going to have a problem. Because... You're using puzzle schach to complete the kosher schach, and that doesn't work. Like we said before, like when the tree's higher above the schach. Elolab. So the case needs to be b'shechavota, where your kosher schach and the vines and whatever are all mixed together now. So you have your kosher schach and you're not kosher schach. Ushmami the and it's still kosher. So you see from here, there's no gezerah. So again, you have another mishnah that's letting us know that. There will be a difference in halacha when you have kosher schach and pasul schach on different layers. It's a problem. When you have kosher schach and pasul schach on the same layer, not a problem. Excuse me. It's not a problem. So now we have two mishnayos teaching me of the mishnah we just read, plus the mishnah later on of the grapevines teaching me the same exact halacha. On that, the Gemara responds and says, "No, we still have a chiddush." Ma'hu detema. I would have thought to say. Hani mili bidi evan, that we only allow the kosher and puzzle mixed together schach to be okay bidi evan. But you know, like if it happened, okay, you're kind of stuck the same, right? But I would say the chatchila, you shouldn't ideally use such a circle like that. And therefore, the Tana lets us know that a kobesayder. No, if it's mixed together and it's all the same layer, and I have, you know, I have mostly kosher schach. And the attached grapevines or branches are mixed together, and those are the minority. These are they are going to be bottle, and the sukkah will remain kosher. Period. End of that conversation concerning the ratio of sukkah tachas ha'ilan, the halacha of a sukkah underneath a tree. Okay. Ultimately, sukkah tachas ha'ilan is possible. It's not valid. It's as if you built it inside your house. You're being mitzdarev, posel schach, by being attached. Okay. What did we just clarify? That applies surely when it's above your kosher schach. When it's mixed into the kosher schach, then it would depend. Okay. If you could be mevato the posel schach, your taka would have a kosher scenario. Okay.
Seifa of the Mishnah was also very vague. And the Seifa said, when you have a double decker sukkah, the Tanakama says the top one is kosher, the lower one is pasal. And Rabbi Yehuda said it depends. Okay. He agreed the top one is kosher, but he didn't necessarily agree that the bottom one's always pasal. Let's get into this. Tanu Rabban on the rabbis learned socially. Let's follow along. Basukais Teshvu. What does Basukais Teshvu mean? You should dwell in a sukkah. Does it mean more than one sukkah? Look at how the word Basukos is written. Remember three days ago. How is this word Basukos Teshvu written without a vav, which means it's not plural? It's written basukas teishu so the gemara says zokta brisa basukas teishu below basukas sukkah you dwell in a sukkah and you can't dwell in a sukkah underneath the sukkah below basukas tachasila below basukas shabbos all right one sukkah you can't be underneath anything else says the gemara what what's the pasuk you just quoted to me is it Yeshem Lamikra? Which is plural? Because it's read Basukais. Or Yeshem Lamisiris? Whereas Basukais Teshvu, the way it's written without a vav, and therefore it's one. If you understand it to be Yeshem Lamisiris, I understand why it has to be one sukkah and not a sukkah under a tree and not a sukkah under another sukkah. But if you hold Yeshem Lamikra, it says Basukais, which is plural. Adarabah, Basukais Tarchi Vashma. Basukais seems to imply two. Even if you have one sukkah on top of another sukkah, it's kosher. Amr Nachman, Basukais, it says Basukais, and therefore we're following the Messiris, the way it's written. It's not plural, it's singular, and therefore any double sukkah is not going to be valid. Okay, period. End of that source. Now, this is going to be some beautiful engineering ideas. The Gemara is going to get into stif- different variations of a sukkah al-gabe sukkah. One sukkah on top of another sukkah. Okay, we're going to get into a few different, uh, we're going to get into a, a few different uh, situations and talk about whether in each situation it would be kosher or not. So here we go. Amar Abirmiya. Rabbi Yerriya says, Pa'amim sheshteim ksheris. I'll show you situations where when you have one sukkah on top of another sukkah, both sukkahs are completely valid. Totally kosher. I'm going to give you cases where they're totally kosher. Pa'amim sheshteim sulis. And I'm going to give you other cases where when you have one sukkah on top of another sukkah, they're both messed up. They're both going to be possible. Pa'amim shetachtona ksherim. And I'm going to give you cases where the bottom one is going to be kosher, and the upper one is going to be puzzle. And I'll give you another case, where the lower one is going to be puzzle, and the upper one will be fine. You hear this? So, double decker sukkah, says Rabirmiya, you can't give one flout out halacha, because it all depends on circumstance. And I'm going to show you, says Rabirmiya, there's going to be certain circumstances where both sukkahs are fine. Certain circumstances where both sukkahs are not fine. 
certain circumstances where the bottom sukkah is fine and the top one's not, and circumstances where the top one's fine and the bottom one's not. Let's get into this. Says the Gemara. How is it possible? Give me a case where both the bottom and top sukkah are fine. The Gemara says, I'll tell you. For example, the bottom sukkah, the schach for the bottom sukkah is insufficient to provide shade. So it's not even schach. It's not even a roof. And the upper schach has sufficient. And this is what Rabbaran was pointing out. The upper sukkah is also within 20 amas. So now... My upper sukkah has sufficient shade. My lower sukkah has insufficient shade. Therefore, it's not even considered a separate sukkah. Hence, no matter where I'm standing inside that sukkah, I'm standing inside a kosher sukkah. Because the only schach I'm really concerned about ultimately is the upper schach on top of the second sukkah, which is fine. Seder? Makes sense. In other words... If you want to know, like, if you want to say it in our terms, we wouldn't have even said this is sukkah gabe sukkah. We would have said the lower sukkah is not considered a sukkah because it, whatever's on top of it is not sufficient. It's really one tall sukkah. All right, but ultimately we're calling it sukkah gabe sukkah and it's got to be kosher. Okay, fine. Give me a case where both the bottom sukkah and upper sukkah are possible. Kigayin, the tarbayuz each one itself has valid schach. The lower sukkah has valid schach, the upper one has valid schach. So the lower one is puzzle because it's underneath an upper sukkah. And basukah is ksim, right? Which is written basukah, so you can't have sukkah gabi sukkah. The lower one's puzzle because it's got a sukkah on top of it. And the upper one's puzzle, you know why the upper one's puzzle? Because it's too tall. The schach is higher than 20 amos. Now, listen from this. This is so important to focus on. This goes to what Rabbi Ravinsky pointed out when we started the Masechta. Where do those 20 amos start from? The bottom of the bottom sukkah? No. It has to, in order for it to be puzzle, it needs to be 20 amos from its floor, right? Which is the top of the bottom sukkah. So you basically have a bottom sukkah with schach, that's gonna be puzzle. The upper sukkah goes more than 20 amas above that, and therefore it's also going to be possible. Okay, so now we know a case where everything's kosher, and we know the case where everything's possible. Let's keep going. We said there's going to be times where the bottom one is kosher, and the top one is not kosher. Top of the next daf, top yud. Hey, what's the case? I'll tell you how. The lower sukkah has more shade than sun. So it's a valid schach. So is it kosher? Yeah. Aye, but it's got a sukkah on top of it. No, it doesn't. You know why? Because the sukkah on top of it doesn't even supply sufficient schach. It is. So the upper sukkah is not even considered another sukkah. Because it doesn't have sufficient schach for the upper one. Hence, the bottom sukkah is the only thing here that has the name of a sukkah. Because the sukkah above it 
yeah, I laid out schach, but there's more sun than shade, so it's not even schach. And therefore, it's not even a sukkah. And now that the upper one's not called a sukkah, the bottom sukkah will remain valid. Okay. Very sensible. If you're going to have a, a sukkah on top of the bottom sukkah, yeah. there's, there's going to be uh, uh, more shade than, than sun because of the walls of the sukkah is going to be blocking out. Kavalda, good point. Good point. You know, you know what? Well, the only thing I could respond to you is on Daf Bays at the bottom, we pointed out that if you build a sukkah in between valleys, in a mountain, in between mountains, you build a sukkah in a valley, even if you're getting the shade from the side, as long as your schach is providing kosher enough shade, sufficient shade, it's going to be okay. I would say the same thing applies here. Very good idea that you're bringing up, Rabiel. But the response to that is going to be the extended walls that keep going upwards. We're just going to view them like side mountains. And therefore, they're not going to get in our way. Because Lamaisa, I have kosher, I have the, the bottom sukkah has, it's, has sufficient shade. It's going to be okay. And the last case we said was, it's going to be times where the upper one is kosher, and the lower one is puzzle. What's that case? That's the simple one. That's the sukkah gabi sukkah, which is the bottom sukkah is not going to be valid because there's a sukkah on top of it. And the top sukkah is going to be valid because there's no sukkah on top of it. That's the upper sukkah. So that sukkah on top is okay. Says the Gemara. Okay. Pshita. Rebirmi is, you know, clarifying for us four different scenarios. But ultimately, what's his big chiddush? The Gemara says, and we'll stop. This will be our last step for today. His chiddush is when the bottom one is kosher because it has sufficient shade and the upper one is puzzle because it has insufficient shade. That's his chiddush. Mahu the tema, I would thought to say. Why do we say, listen, you know, the by the upper sukkah where it's more than 20 amas above the ground, maybe the schach on top of the second sukkah should now be viewed as puzzle schach because it sits so high. And that should even ruin the schach that's lower down. And it should kind of like combine together and say now that the, even the bottom sukkah should be puzzle because it's got schach puzzle much higher than it and the two are mitztarev. Komash Balan, therefore, Rabbi Yirmiya lets us know that no, in such a scenario, even Tachtaina, the lower one, will still remain kosher, and we're not concerned that the upper schach is going to invalidate the lower sukkah. We'll hold it here for today, and uh, we'll pick up from here, Be'ezhem, tomorrow.